in a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life magazine gives the High Psy podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight, and sitting across from me is the one and only Cash Krause. The one and only. I'm here. You're still here. Still kicking. Still kicking. Yeah. Just, just barely. Barely hanging just barely. on. Just. One point, the Rona almost got you. <laughs> Rona did almost take me. It did. I overpowered that bitch, You though. did. You said, you know what? Too strong. Not today, Rona. I said, not today. Take my grandma. Take my grandpa. <laughs> take everyone that I love, but not me. <laughs> but don't take me. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what people are saying. Just right. let the old people die. Oh, verbatim. <laughs> let the old people die. They have their run. They did. They, they have had their a run. Good time here hell, on Earth. Hell of a time they had. They did. Yeah. They fucked things up right. Right? <laughs> they did a great job of. <laughs> Now it's our turn to fuck things up. It is, and uh, we're ready to get in that driver's seat. <laughs> I have never been more prepared. Let this guy start running things. For real. Let me have fun. Hey, I'm Let me have my it. time, okay? Mr. Krause 2020? Could it be worse? It could not be worse. I mean, what could pl- what platform could I run on that could be worse than any other platform? I, I don't see one. You're right. So vote for me. Vote for, yeah, there you go. Today we are doing our TV Tuesday. Yes, sir. It's very uh, special because we are starting a new show. It's always special. We can uh, get together and talk about a new uh, TV show. Yeah, absolutely. And our last show was The Outsider. The Outsider, which HBO, was awesome. which we loved. We loved it. We it was great. fucking loved it. Ben Mendelsohn, you're one of the best. Yeah. Period. He's, he's listening to it. He knows uh-huh. Friend of the show, he's a big fan, but uh, but yeah, we we love the outsider, and uh, but now we're going back to Netflix, back to streaming, back to our home where we feel comfortable, and we are reviewing. Um, I almost have to look because I don't dead dead to to me. me. I don't want to say dead like me because there is another show that was on in like the early two thousands called Dead Like Me. Ah, okay, I see where the confusion. They're running out of titles in Hollywood. If you they are. If you didn't know, there's apparently not enough originality in the world. To it. But yeah, the uh, the new-ish show, I guess it's kind of new. It's on it its second season. And, yeah, and that's something we should talk about too. We're doing something a little bit different for our TV Tuesdays. Because there are two seasons of this, uh, this is just a general season one review. And then next week, we're going to jump into season two. Season two. Then we'll all be caught up. I have no fucking clue if there's even a season three in the works. I don't know. but uh, I would assume so. There's definitely a season two because that's season one cliffhanger. Well, yeah. And season two, it's already been released. So we know 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 there's no cliffhanger for us. uh, In 
hindsight, a very stupid comment to make. Uh, so it's but, definitely getting made. You are in the right. Yeah, you are absolutely right, yeah. correct when you say that. But uh, but yeah, season one, uh, our review, what we thought about it. Uh-huh. Um, if I'll just tell you a little something about it. It's starring uh, Christina Applegate. Fucking amazing. Amazing. Phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. And also co-star Linda Cardellini, who is in a, a veteran actress in her own right. Oh, and she's phenomenal. She actually worked with Ben Mendelsohn on Bloodline. Yeah, but mm-hmm. everyone will probably know her as Vilma from uh, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, yes. That's when I just fucking fell in love with <laughs> yeah. her, man. Well, uh, I never thought Vilma could be hot until right? the live-action Scooby-Doo. And then you mm-hmm. say, what? What? She was the nerd. Yeah, what is happening nerd? with me? <laughs> this is, but, uh, but she's been in so many things since then. I mean, for been. sure. But, yeah, so it's Christina Applegate and uh, Linda Cardellini. Yep. And a bunch of other mates. Uh, James, James Marsden's Marsden in it. In it who's, yeah. I like in some things. He's great in this. He's great in Westworld, too. Great I in Westworld. In and he was actually pretty good in the last thing I saw him in was uh, Sonic. The Hedgehog Oh, movie. yeah, he is. He's the lead in it. He's surprisingly he? good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he's not Sonic. Well, okay, <laughs> not Sonic, but I mean the the so, best friend to Sonic. So he's not the lead, I would say. Okay. But uh, but yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he's definitely not the title. He has a of prominent it. Uh, a prominent role. Yes. But yeah, he's all right in that, and he's good in this as well because uh, he's always good at playing that kind of arrogant asshole. Right. He's perfect for it. Oh, yeah. uh, Christina Applegate, my the most famous role, and I know she's been in a lot of stuff, but Anchorman, Married I with Children, and. Ironically enough, the executive producers of this film are both Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Yeah, which when I saw that, I had no idea. I was like, what? What the fuck? is That's crazy. Uh, so they must have had some kind of role in the production or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's my guess. But you could tell this show really surprised me. I did not know at all what it was going into it, you know? For the first episode, you think it's just going to be this story of this woman who her husband was recently killed. Christina Abgates, mm-hmm. husband Ted, was recently killed in a hit and run. So I was really prepared to be just 10 episodes of her getting over that. Kind of like a melodrama, kind of just yeah, exactly. even kill. And yeah. I was really prepared to hate this fucking show. <laughs> what the fucking? Because, you know, melodrama, it hardly works for uh, me. Yeah, it hardly no. works for me. But uh, it, this show is not that at all. It, it is, is such a, a smart and witty, dark comedy. Super dark, super funny, though. Yes. Just, I mean, as funny as it is, as it is dark. And it is dark at points. Fucking. Very dark. Very bleak. And the character development for only having 26 to 31 minutes per episode over a 10 episode period. It was incredible. How much yeah. character? How much they fleshed out these characters, and how much you understood their point of view, and that I I thought they accomplished that uh, just amazingly. Well, at some point, I really started keeping track because I'm I was like, oh my god, every fucking episode we are finding something different out, yes. and every episode is a fucking cliffhanger. Uh-huh. I'm like, so I'm like, how long can they do this for to where it doesn't become <laughs> yeah. drawn out? And, and, you're it, like, and, okay, and it never did. It, it kept it kept going because every time it would. It would give us a little and take a little. And let's so talk it would about, reveal something, and then it'd be like, and then it'd be something else would open up, and yeah. be like, "Oh fuck, this is even bigger now." Right. And it kept doing that. But well, uh, and that's kind of kind of uh, what we're talking about here with Judy, uh, Judy and Jen, was the first initial thing where they show up to this like hands of you know this grieving process, hands yeah, of heaven. It's just a therapy group. It's a therapy for group for recently for people that recently have lost someone they love. Died. Mm-hmm. 
and in there's this relationship that forms between Jen and Judy, but then it's revealed at the first episode that Judy lied about Ted or not Ted Jen about who her is, boyfriend being dead. Jen, who is uh, Christina Applegate, Applegate and, and Judy, Judy being, uh, who is uh, Linda Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Yeah, or Card- Cardellini. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, exactly, you know, and you think it's just going to be that. Mm-hmm. And then almost immediately you find out that Judy is lying about her husband. Yeah. Immediately you find out the first episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck, that's a little crazy. But, then but not also... totally out of the realm no. of disbelief because you kind of get immediately that uh, that Judy's kind of crazy. Yes. Kind of nutty. She's kind of nutty, but you also, it does, a, it does a great job of this, where you also sympathize with the character because she's had five miscarriages at 41 years old. Well, That's at first, sad. I thought she was Fight Club in it, where she was just going to these meetings just to feel better about herself. You know, <laughs> and I thought maybe this was some sick thing going on yeah. where she's just doing it. But then, yeah, you find out that uh, she was lying about her husband, but she's had five miscarriages, yeah, and that's the real reason. But I don't know, you know, it seems like... She- she could have gone to the the trauma to the and just, just open up honest. Yeah, right away. Like we're not judging here. We're yeah. it's a church for one. For you one, you can say anything. Yeah. For two, you've had a lot of losses. Like yeah. it's understandable, <laughs> you know. But yeah, so she does lie that, and that grows. That immediately like flourishes this relationship between Jin uh, and Judy. Uh huh. And I love the reveal of this too. I did not see it coming at all. When she's like, yeah, I'm pulling up to your house right now. <coughs> because she saw the picture of her boyfriend and her together. Yeah. And she looks at the address. And then when... when uh, what a weirdo. Oh, my gosh, just I know. Just shows up at her house. I know. And then when he opens the door, he's like, uh, who the hell are you? And I was like, oh, my God, he's alive. Yeah. He's alive. It, it was a good good turn for that very first episode. I was very impressed with it. Well, that. that is a great, uh, a great pilot episode. That's a good mm-hmm. first episode. Yes. Something that immediately gets you... Gets you fucking uh, thinking like who these people are, what happened, and you know me that there's something more to Ted's death. You know where I was thought going in, it again, it was just going to be that drama about her getting over and finding this relationship with this woman. Yep. It's not. It's a fucking. It's a mystery kind of the entire time. But uh, but yeah, we immediately find out that uh, that At she the was end lying. So yeah, but, we uh, see the Mustang because Jen's going around. With Judy, while they were friends, she's going around and she's like writing down every single time she sees a car that may have had a human that, you know, a hit and run. Not even that. Every time she's stopping and uh, and getting out and looking at the oh, dent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anytime she down sees and a, a human-sized dent, mm-hmm. she goes and, and yeah, because she's fucking hell-bent. It just happened. So yeah. she's bent on finding who this person is and that I'll, killed I'll, her loving husband. Yeah. For now, we think the relationship is wholesome but uh, we we find out ted's a fucking asshole he is he was fucking he he had it coming he was cheating on his wife but he was telling people his wife was was dead dead. so literally he killed her yeah and it's this great it's this great thing because you you slowly find that out Mm -hmm. and then you find out oh he kind of had like this pill pill addiction and that he didn't have a job at all, and he was a stay-at-home dad slash musician, right? Which just sounded like he played guitar and never had a job, <laughs> yeah. and smoked a ton of weed. It and did like, nothing. Yeah, it sounded like Kurt Cobain with children. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. And it's this crazy dynamic of like, uh, you know, of course the the kids loved him because mm-hmm. he was fucking cool as hell all the time. Right. He let them do, it. and then the mom was Christina Applegate. She was the one uh, bringing like. Uh, the bread home every night and yep. whatnot. She was the one working, so the kids don't have the greatest relationship with her. No. 
Not yeah, at all. You find out Ted was a fucking prick. He was. Big asshole. And uh, some of the, the reveal, too. I like that originally before we find out that, you know, Ted or whatever. Jen lies to that detective and says, oh, he likes to run in vans. Yeah. Because his feet, something about his feet getting more tough. Well, we find out, like, episode two that... Uh, that Judy was the one who killed Ted. We you find out very early yes, on do. that Judy killed Ted, mm-hmm. and then you're thinking, "Well, fuck! How, how are they going to do eight more episodes of this?" Right. And now Judy is living, which is with, so living wild. with Jen. Yeah, because she found out about the miscarriages and everything. And she's like, "Oh fuck! Well, just come live with me." It's it's why. But you got to. She's she's super. Uh, Christina Applegate. She plays it so well. She's very manic. You know, she she's is. very, because her husband, so she doesn't really know what to do with herself. Yeah. But the kids play it off. It's it's written very well with the kids because the son is like, what the fuck? You joined this group and in a day we got some somebody that you never met Living before. with yeah. us? Yeah. And and uh, hats off to that child actor because every single time he got in an argument with his mom, I could see the fury in his eyes too. So that kid did a real good job as portraying the asshole child. Oh yeah, well asshole. I mean, he was going through some well, some I mean, very he was, heavy, uh, but, heavy. You know, shit. in all fairness, he wasn't being the kindest to his mother. She was trying. But what his mom was doing was looking very bad, especially what we find out later with the argument that they mm-hmm. had with Ted. So with you, Ted. you you find out that the kid you do, had good he had reason, his reasons, and he yeah. knew nothing about the dad being shitty. So I mean, that in is his, true in his head that he's is the dad's perfect. You mm-hmm. know, he doesn't know that she was cheating on her mom and also. Doing a bunch of pills and fucking dating this well, like nineteen year old. He knows about the pills because he started dealing them. Well, he know that he knew after that. Yeah, after the fact. After the fact. Yeah, yeah. He does get a little dealing going on, he eh? Does. He's a hey, businessman. Small business. <laughs> we need him and support your small business, expense. especially in this yeah. these times. Especially your local drug. Actually, drug dealers are probably doing pretty good right yeah, now. Yeah, they're doing great. Oh, people a lot of home, <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of home time, a lot of free, a lot of downtime yeah. to just do drugs. A lot so. of downtime. I know. I know that. But uh, but yeah. Great family drama. Great family dynamic between everyone. Even the kid who's like loves to dance. Uh-huh. There's always one in a family. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that was you. I loved all <laughs> I loved all those church scenes too where they're That's dancing the and doing the thing. choreography the and the fucking jumpsuits. The like eight year old like Oh, and they even make <laughs> so jokes about weird. that. They say that the choreography's it's a decade. So dating. weird, yeah. It's like what were they called though? The Holy Hoppers Holy or Hoppers. something like that? But they would remake every song into like it was horrible. so funny. It's horrible, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's and funny. And all the jokes with Jen talking about, <laughs> she's like, well, geez, I'm not trying to make it hell on my kids. Oh, like, yeah. When they have to go to church and well, stuff. Well, and the mom, that so. was, she's like, wasn't religious at all. So no. the whole time she's like, fuck that. You are not going to that. <laughs> but the kid just wants to dance and nobody puts baby in a corner. No, absolutely. We know that. It, hey, <laughs> tell them they can't dance. They're just going to become they're, great dancers. Exactly. That's the, that's the only thing. We know Michael Jackson. I want to talk about, uh, real quick, uh, episode three, because I thought it was a, a crucial episode. We get introduced to the mother in this episode, the mother of Ted. Oh, she's a piece of work. And man, is this woman something. I mean, it's just, she. it's very, like, stereotypical. Where she thinks the son was fucking perfect and whatnot. And that the wife way. wasn't good. And, yeah. But it's like, okay, really? Well, why don't you look at the facts, Lorna? Yeah, your son wasn't working, and your wife was bring or the, yeah. his wife was bringing home all the money. But so the way like, she made it sound was like uh, Christina Algate was a bad person. Yeah. Like he and was like a great stay at home dad, and you were gone all the time. Well, yeah, she had to so work. Someone's someone got to pull in the money. 
<laughs> I know that was such a weird thing. It was, but uh, but still, you know, your son dies. No one's gonna tell you. No one's gonna change your mind otherwise. No. You always have that preserved memory of yes. like the best he was. But uh, but yeah, she was a horrible person. Yeah, absolutely. she brought the fucking cake when it wasn't supposed to be a birthday party or whatever, and made it all about herself. Yeah, her her own picture. Oh, on the dude. Couch. She is the most narcissistic yeah. woman I've ever she seen made in his, my life. His fiftieth birthday about, about herself. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. That's grandmas for you. It is grandmas. Crazy grandmas. <laughs> you either have you usually have one grandma who's just like the evil, <laughs> and then one grandma who's fucking great. But it's always the one that you have a uh, that's just evil. As Luckily, hell. I had great grandmothers. So shout yeah. out to my grandmothers. Shout out. All right. So uh I want to talk about episode 4. I think that's where things really start fucking mm. kicking off cuz that's when they confront Bambi. 88. Who writes to Ted in the game chat, "Can't wait to see your cock" or something yes, like that again. Yes. That's why I was like, "Okay." And they haven't talked in months. No, they have not. But a great message to get if you haven't talked in months. In a really good way, in a really really good way to to make it believable. Christina Applegate, Jen she was just getting on that game to play with her son to try to connect with her son when she realized yeah. that Bambi messaged Ted. And then you realize that the dad wasn't even getting on to play with his son. He was, he was getting, getting on, on just to, to chat fucking with woman. chat with uh, who knows how many women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a lot of free time on his hands. He did. <laughs> he didn't have a job. You know, it's unbelievable when you don't work how much free time you have to go around cheating. So yeah. it's... it's uh, So moral to the story, women out there, um, make your men work. Exactly. Oh, yep. yeah. Idle hands. If they're not Idle working. hands. Let's think about it, guys. <laughs> Yeah, but that is a great that is a great episode because they go and they confront that uh, that chick and uh, Judy ends up being like, yeah, that was my husband, and that's yeah, kind of how she Jen left, and that's kind of how it is. The entire series is her taking like the dive for because right. obviously she <laughs> she killed her husband, she did, so she feels like now she's like in debt and she's got to do all these things. And but Judy's Jen, very spiritual too. Yeah, you know, spiritual. So she like she believes wants in to the make moon sure she can shit. make amends to it. Yeah. Because she believes in bad energy and bad luck and all that yeah. shit, which she has had a string of bad luck. It turns out it's just because fucking James Marston to- stole this that rock. Yeah, from the- that was the big deal that yeah. they were freaking out about. I'm she like, had Dude, five miscarriages because that goddamn rock. Relax, Judy. It's fine. I don't know, man. I say take that fucking rock back. Things yeah, have been going bad. Could be rock. a subplot <laughs> later on where it's like uh, this evil spirit's chasing them. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's when we really went it. And Bambi didn't even know. I mean, you feel bad for this girl. Oh, yeah, she didn't fucking know. fucking Judy and Jen are just ragging on her. Well, and to be fair, Ted told her that her his wife had died. I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? It's a very funny episode, too, because they go it's, to the restaurant. And, it's and like, she's like it's a like ditzy 20-year-old. It's, like, it's one of those, those like Applebee's restaurants where they have like fucking food from And you don't really know. Is it like South? Is it... Is it like Mex Tex or right. is it like it's? A, but it's a very funny scene. It's it very funny, but uh, but yeah, you find out that uh, that Ted's been telling everyone that fucking Jin's been dead. Which is brutal. I want to move on to uh, episode six. What the highlight for me in episode six that I thought was so hilarious was that that whole the whole episode it was dealing with that nine year old girl who was at the crime or the scene of the crime. And she yeah. took home a souvenir. She's a fucking serial killer. But God, the mom was so funny. Oh, oh, thanks. Now I got to deal with my daughter, who's a complete and utter <laughs> sociopath. This is wonderful. Thank she, you. And, and even like it was funny because the kid, 
And you could tell the kid and the mom both, but they kept calling the body a corpse. Of course. And then the kid, like, and the you kid can just say body. And then the kid goes, "I took it off the cadaver." And the mom goes, "Body." <laughs> <laughs> but it made her look like a fucking psychopath that yeah. she took a fucking memento from a. But kids are weird, you know. Kids are very. They weird. see Especially a dead body, a... and there's no knowing oh, what a God. kid is gonna no. do. They can't. They handle it. The well, brain no. breaks. Yeah. yeah. The processing power. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You're not up to speed yet. They man. have no idea. I didn't know people died until I was like 10. Same. I, <laughs> I think people, that's about the right thing. I thought people just left someday and you don't see them anymore. They just yeah, go just somewhere up in the sky. In but, the uh, but that is a really good episode because, yeah, is. the kids start selling drugs and they do like a scared straight situation. Mm-hmm. Then they end up finding a real, a real gun. gun. And it, see, that's again where that threw me for a loop until he started going through his bag. I was like, oh, he's going to find more drugs. And then he found a gun. But I was like, oh, we shit. skipped over the the uh the retreat they go on. Oh, the grief retreat. It's fucking funny. Yes. It's good where she's going. Uh, the guy that's in it, he's in a ton of stuff. Yes, a ton he, of is. he was in Reba, the Reba McIntyre, and he was in Shameless also, if you ever watched that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but a funny how he worked out because he promised his wife he'd never be weak. <laughs> and then they're in I the got, middle of trying to have sex I got and he buff says for that. her. <laughs> It's like I couldn't pull her in. I just couldn't do it. So I knew I'd never be weak again. So he's just been working out. It's such a funny fucking and dark. He couldn't pull her out of the boat. Yeah, he could pull. So now he's just jacked, and that's all he can talk about Mm -hmm. is how I'll never be weak for her again. And in mid-sex, he's like, I got buff for her. And he keeps talking about it. And she's like, okay, we're not doing this. But it's a really good episode. It's one of my favorites because – her and the pastor, the the regular pastor that she was a really dick to, they have a good moment during. They have it. a great moment. That's yeah. that's funny you bring that up. That scene, go back and watch that in episode five. That is a picture perfect one v one acting class scene. It's brilliant. It touches on every single topic and every feeling you could possibly have. It was so many uh, open openings to interpretation. Yeah. I really enjoyed the writing for that scene. It was good. It was, that whole episode is a a really good episode because yes. it's like a turning point for almost all the characters. Yep. But uh, and we find out that the pastor's not perfect either. That no. he's got his own flaws too. Well, because which they're is cool. and they're all there because even the pastor, they're all there because they lost someone, so they can all connect over that that shared experience. <laughs> the pastor, the the first time we were introduced to the pastor, and he tells about his grief story. Where his aunt, he's like, she, she, she fell down a, a bunch of stairs, yes. bleeding everywhere, and it was because I asked her to go downstairs <laughs> to grab me a soda. <laughs> He's got to live with that guilt yeah. his whole life. But that's the whole thing about the show does a very good job. It's very funny, but it does a good job uh-huh. of really showing the like the survivor's guilt. Yeah. You feel for like not because like all of them like uh, they all blame themselves in one way or another for what happened, even yes. though it's got nothing to do with any of them. Absolutely. But uh, they all blame except for uh, Judy, who actually killed someone. So she <laughs> so, she is actually to blame geez. for that part. But yeah, it, it does a really good job of showing like that real emotion of grief and just how you go. Especially, again, Christina Applegate, man. She yeah. goes through these... Just these crazy wide range... Like when the when they show her the pictures of Ted, the body, because they're close to finding out what the Ted did. And then yeah. she breaks... I knew that was going to happen. Oh, dude. I mean, you know immediately going in that she's, she's thinking she's all tough. And she's thinking because he was such an asshole that she hates this guy now. And mm. she did, but not the case at all. No. You want to feel that, but... Well, and it was she so, breaks down. It's such a good scene. It was because she's with these rich elite 
people and and they're going through this house because you know she's a realtor that's what she does for her job and she's going around showing and this woman's being like so pretentious she's like oh is this mahogany wood or is this carbon whatever it was so that and then she's like shut the fuck up you fucking cunt do i look okay yeah but that i love i love that scene of how they shot that scene where Mm -hmm. it's like just focusing on the lady is that carbon or is it and she kept going back and forth and made you just want to fucking blow your brains out it did I don't know how people do that. <laughs> I don't know how realtors. I don't know how realtors do it. No, no. I don't know. But yes. you got to pretend to be so into those, like just oh yeah, narcissistic shit balls. Look I'd, at ugh. this deck, that fucking deck. Look at the finish on that yeah. deck, and you got to pretend like you got the biggest boner for deck, right? And like, it's just like it's just it's a deck, <laughs> man. Unless it's got like maybe like a half pipe in it or something like that. Oh, There's yeah. some kind of like uh, some kind of element to a deck, like a slide, maybe. Right. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. a slide or like. But a, I can only. T- I talk about a deck for so long. Yeah. I mean, I can only do it if it has some kind of a bowl made for skateboarding. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like a little bowl something, for skateboarding. Something cool, yeah. but you can only. But, hey, that's why they do it. It's why they, yeah. make, the, they make pretty good money, oh, too. Oh, hell yeah, they Realtors. do. Commission. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's for all sale. commission, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a, but, good, uh, it's a good gig. But, yeah, serious. it's... Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy because she, she gets into it where she keeps trying to go back to work. But obviously, there's not a really ever a good time for this to go back to work. No. But she can't sell shit. She's a horrible realtor at, at this, this point. At this point, she is. <laughs> yeah, before all this, she was a great realtor. And then her partner ends up leaving her. Well, yeah. I mean, probably best for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, oh, he's yeah. got to make money, too. <laughs> uh, and he's not making any money with her. He and not. it's a weird partner realtor system. Like mm-hmm. I've only seen like husband and wife do it, where it's like it's a tag team thing. They're just, like, friends? I don't want more than one realtor at my house. No. Well, then you're not getting as much commission. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You got to split commission. Yeah, for sure. Who wants uh, to do that? But she does end up making it big because there's a a big twist. Well, there's about 90. There's a lot of twists in this. Twists and turns. There's a big twist that James Marson's character, uh, who was, we have to say, who was with uh, Judy. Judy. When it was both of them together, they hid the car and everything. Mm-hmm. They did all this together. They were together. And then Judy says they broke up because of miscarriages, which it wasn't. It was because they murdered a guy together. Of course. You could put a rift between eating relationships. You know, we've I, seen it yeah. time and time again. Yep. We it, have. It, never, it doesn't grow a bond. It usually <laughs> just uh, closes Shorts it. Up. it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's, so he's like. Uh, He's like this big, rich businessman, though. He's got a ton of fucking money. Oh, yeah. ton of money. And uh, he ends up saving Christina Applegate's ass at the end by paying two mansions yep. in cash. In cash is what And they said. were $4.3 million each. Yeah, so it would be like nine seven altogether. Yeah. And he paid in fucking cash. And this whole time, he's, he's going back and forth. Him and Judy have this crazy relationship where he, he's, he's a piece of shit. And it's... It's this dynamic that really works because they're both in these crazy relationships, these super unhealthy, her, Judy, and Jen, you know. Yep. And it ends up bringing them super close together That so because the, they have these horrible relationships. But, yeah, he's he tries to help her because he also knows that fucking Judy killed her, her, her yeah. husband. So he pays for the commission, but it ends up he's a fucking money launderer. He's a launderer, yeah. And uh, ends up screwing over Jen yes. because she goes to Warna, well, which is Ted's mom. Well, it ends up being such a fuck up mess. Oh God, yeah. And it, it and it, like until the last five minutes, it's gonna all work out. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it didn't even matter if she murdered fucking Ted. It was all going to work out in the end. But then at the very end, the very last episode, oh my gosh. we get uh, Judy. Judy telling her that she killed Ted. Ted, yeah. And wow. Again, for both ladies, what, what a scene, what a performance. I loved uh, Christina Applegate. There's something about the way that she looks... You know, like like in very serious moments where it's just like, whoa, you can see it in her face. You oh, can yeah. see like everything that's building up inside of her. Uh, she has a very wide range. Well, uh, this is super impressive. This is her best acting role yeah. for sure. I mean, she was she was nominated for Outstanding Lead Actress for this role for, for this first season. Absolutely. She deserved she it. just killed it. I can't believe how good she was, man. And she is the entire time. She's like on the very last thread. Like you can tell the entire time she's just this close to snapping. Well, yeah, and she snaps know. throughout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little that whole thing of her being like try to get, try to get someone to fuck her during the, the, retreat, the retreat and everything. Yeah. And she was drunk at like 1030 a.m. Because she fucking hated Ted. And then all this shit happens. And then she's almost poor. And then James Marson ends up helping her out and. And now all that's going to go away because Judy, to save her own ass, because Judy Threw is a, Ted under the bus. Too. Judy's a sociopath. She is one hundred percent. She's at some episodes she's even scary because you're not sure. Like she's she's a weird stalker either. She's a weird stalker, and she's also is so like almost far gone because of the five miscarriages. You yeah. you seem that she could like go either way. Well, and Steve said something very in, uh, interesting to Jen early on in the show. She goes. Be careful with Judy because chaos seems to follow her. Yes. And they tie that in at the end of the the season, too. And it's true. It almost is, it is. like uh, like she's like a Loki. She is. Like chaos she is, follows. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, I mean, and the fact that she's had five miscarriages, like it's almost, it's shitty to say, but in this dynamic, it's almost like it's her. She's the bad omen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because then you're thinking as a character, obviously she's thinking the same thing. Yeah, everything bad happens. Which to me. again is why the character is probably so spiritual. Oh yeah, because they're trying to spiritual. Which like she doesn't believe in God or anything. She's no. like it's she one like, of those like astrology. And burns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which isn't helping her. Fufu, stuff. it's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, kid, the hit. Nothing, <laughs> nothing good has happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> Something I got to talk about, which was. An awesome character was Ed Asner's character as, um, you know, the old man that Judy takes care of. Yes. Ed Asner, who is, uh, he's been working consistently, Forever. I think, for 80 years. Mm-hmm. His first role was in 1952. I looked it up. Jeez. That guy's been working consistently for 70 years. He is the most decorated uh, primetime Emmy Award nominee, uh, Ed Asner. He's won seven uh, primetime Emmys, and he is great in this, wow. man. Yeah, he's like the anchor and uh, he's the one kind of in a lot of ways keeping Judy together, too. Yeah, exactly. Judy and Jen at one point. Mm -hmm. Remember, Jen comes in and uh, he's like, it's not your fault either. And he's always there. But then the very fucking end, it's so I mean, this the end is a tragedy. The last episode. But he ends up dying. He passes away in his sleep peacefully is what they said. But Judy comes to talk to him because this is right after she confessed. Yeah. 
And so she needs someone to talk to. She just needs Abe, and then she walks in, and of course, the, so the stereotypical thing—they're folding up the bed sheets. And yeah, you know, right then and there, Abe's gone. Oh yeah, and I don't know at all what the second season and the entire Third time to the first season. I'm like, where the fuck are they going to take this? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I can't believe it's going to keep going from here. But uh, you got to think Judy is just going to be fucking out of her gourd crazy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bonafide crazy. Because it ends with uh, they uh, the a detective finds out that Judy killed, not Ed. just a detective. The detective, the she, detective was she was dating and then left for Steve. And the detective she got she hired the okay. whole thing. the whole thing. Yeah, so that's she, a crazy. That's a crazy dynamic. A crazy was she got this guy to uh to fucking investigate her murder. Right, and it was almost like a survivor's guilt kind of thing. Not yeah. survivor's guilt, but whatever kind <clears throat> of guilt. And that's why she was trying to, like, help this detective solve the case that she you, was the prime suspect. You can't get in her head. You no. just can't. I mean, that's the thing where it's like, oh, I think, again, she's so far gone that she really is, like, she's got to be, like, in a fucking hospital. Yeah, she should be. Uh, she's doing. A psych evaluation. Yeah, because obviously she's nuts. She fucking moved in to the house. Of, of the, the person widow that, you that she murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Like that should be a huge red flag right there. But she's a great character, man. Definitely. A great character and probably a really fun character to write for as well. Because you could do oh, anything. You can with go her. anywhere with yeah. that. And you you find out that at first you're thinking she's poor the entire time. But fucking James Martin's character is laundering her pa- it's shell, uh, shell company. Her paintings go from anywhere from nine to, to twenty, depending how big dollars. they are. Yeah. So she's filthy she's rich. She's fucking loaded. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just letting everything happen because she's just kind of floating by. And fuck, if I was in her shoes too, I would just kind of let it happen as well. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, like, I mean, if you're I making that kind of money. I can't do anything where just people's lives. I would go and like move into the forest or some shit in a hut. She's ruining lives. She is. So I don't know. What is second season going to hold? Well, we didn't talk about the biggest thing at the very, very end of episode 10. And that is Steve goes over to Jen's house to talk to her, to remind her, basically, that I told you chaos follows wherever Judy goes. Yes. But then we get that scene where the gun is drawn. Oh, no, it's not drawn where she just, she's just, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the way like the you word it makes it sound like she flipped the gun on him. Like, wait, one sec, Steve, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Well, she did get it from her safe, though. Well, yeah, but the last, very last scene is her just carrying the gun, but I think that's for Judy. <laughs> think, oh, yeah, probably. I think that's for Judy, yeah. But he confides in her that he was with Judy. Oh, yeah. When when uh, when they hit uh, Ted. Yeah, but I mean, for all she knows, Steve's just the fucking, the, the moron. I mean, he's just along for the ride, and he is. He's a very funny character, but I mean, every time they like, go into his office, and he's just... He's talking about nothing. It's like the most stereotypical fake businessman. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I think it's for Judy, man. I mean, it's fucking what we know from Christina Applegate's character Jen is she's just so then the think or she's due then think later. Right. So then the big mystery is what happened to Steve. What do you think happened to him? Because we are not into season two yet. He's gonna get arrested for money laundering. No, he was dead in the pool. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot. So he's not yeah, gonna get arrested no. for shit, Jack. Well, all. I don't know, but I just know that the uh, the James Martin is in the second season. <laughs> yeah. 
What? That's all I know. That's all I know. I don't know anything else. I just know he's in the second season. Oh, my God. I got to start watching the second yeah. season. Then. So, this is so confusing. <laughs> so I have no idea what happened. And that's why I was getting confused. That, because yeah. I just saw that. But, yeah. So yeah, he's dead. Someone killed him. So okay, must just be a bunch of flashbacks. Because the cops, right? The very last scene is the cops going through Judy's stores locker because she kept all this information to store. On Steve. Because she's obviously a fucking super villain. But she kept all this information because she knew that she would uh, have to blackmail him. But that smart detective goes on the ground and knows the oil on the ground. Yeah. But at this point, that's not even... It doesn't matter. Money laundering. (laughs) (laughs) Or a hit hit and run that was like done on accident, kind of, into a guy that was... I mean, for that detective, that oil slick would be like, that means nothing. <laughs> this He's laundering, obviously, probably hundreds of millions, millions of, of dollars. dollars. Oh, yeah. And, and, he, was, and he, was, he was laundering money. We got a hint From that the his, Greeks. And we got a hint that his dad was really, really rich, too, mm-hmm. and he knows all the sheriffs and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, so the Greeks might have killed him. Could have. Those fucking Greeks. Those Greeks. <laughs> Who knows, man? Oh, man. It was good, though. I love the first season. Yeah, I'm glad you liked this because I yeah. really enjoyed this show, too. And I thought the performances were just phenomenal. Oh, they were great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that is our. Uh, is that it? That's it. That's all Alrighty, I got. That's all I got, too. Uh, season two coming next week for our TV Tuesdays. That wraps it up for our TV Tuesday. Dead to Me season one. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, be sure to like this video, comment below, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification. We drop videos here every single day. Audio format, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Social medias, Twitter, Seen It Podcast. Cash is on Twitter. That's just Cash Instagram. Have you seen it? Facebook, have you seen a podcast? Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krause. And until next time. Bye.